This is the Tournament Talk Podcast, where your hosts, Tyler Childs and Sean Sinclair, are on a mission to help you make sense of the tournament world, save you time and money by helping you make all the right decisions to streamline and maximize your tournament business, team, club, or lifestyle. Let's get down and start winning at everything. Welcome to another episode of Tournament Talk. Sean Sinclair here with Tyler Childs. We're here to talk about one of our favorite topics, which is hotels, <laughs> right? So let's let's dive right in. Today, we're going to talk about one of the things that we deal with on a regular basis. Uh, it, it's kind of around a uh, brand-focused conversation. Uh, let's, let's just dive right in, Sean. Let's yeah, get right yeah, into cool. the topic today. We're going to talk about what the customer is asking for in the most most cases. So why don't you kind of say, uh, dive in right now to what question is, is the most top of mind scenario that you have to field um, from a day-to-day basis? Yeah, I think no matter who it is, whether it's a, you know, youth team, a showcase team who's traveling around the country, you know, trying to get noticed, our collegiate programs, no matter who it is, 99% of the time it comes down to the rate and they want the best price and they want to save money, right? That's, that's it. I mean, there's other things that go along with it, of course, but you know, when we really get into the conversation, it's rate. It's always rate. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. always, always yeah. rate. It's never anything else. It's value, really. Yes. Right. Yes. But it, top of everyone's list is is rate when it yeah. comes to value because yeah. you know we just talked about it off pod and I think it's a funny comment so I'm gonna toss it in. Yeah. <laughs> it is really you never hear somebody ask for a thousand thread sheets. No. No. Right? <laughs> it, that's not their thing. Uh, brand standards are a thing, right? Uh, it's a reality. And, you know, people like certain brands. That's of course. Fine. Of course. Yeah. So what do you see as the biggest conflict when somebody says, hey, I want the best rate? What's the next thing that, that we have to overcome with a lot of customers to help them understand the difference? Yeah. So, you know, rate after we have that conversation and it really boils down to rate, then they tell me what brand they want to stay at. So, which, you know, puts us in a, a bit of a, a pickle, right? So we're, we're trying to get the best rate and there are, you know, a half dozen of these major brands out there, some even more that are a little bit smaller, independents that are great hotels, all these different hotels we can potentially look at. But we have a team who has now come to us saying, I need the best rate for our program and we need to stay at one certain brand, right? So now you've automatically cut 80% of your potential options out there. Right. And in this day and age, you know, everyone's fighting for business and the hotels want teams and they want to, you know, try and entice a new program to come who maybe hasn't stayed there before. So, you know, they're offering some amazing rates potentially, but that team or program or school is just not even willing to look at that other brand. Right? Yeah. And I mean, it's it really what it does is it, it takes negotiating power away. Right. For so, sure. you know, ultimately, that's that's the value of the open market. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so. If you say your primary directive is is rate, then you have to say, uh, like you have to understand the wiggle room that comes with that, right? So that means if you are a, a Hilton Honors member and you want to stay in a Hilton property, but the IHG property is offering you the best rate for an equivalent product, mm-hmm. right? Standards, yeah, kind of yeah. compared. You you can't say I want the best rate, but I can only stay in one property because in order to get the best rate. You have to be able to say, hey, the I, the HG across the street's doing this. Can you match it? Yeah. And you have to be willing to go there exactly. if they that's say the no. That's the next part. Yes. Right? Yeah. That's the bigger thing. You know, we can get great rates, you know, at another hotel. But if they're like, well, we're just going to stick with, the, you know, the, the Hilton there because that's where we always stay. They're going to know that. Right. Yeah. And especially for, you know, a lot of our college teams or a team that's coming back to a certain hotel a lot. 
if you, you know, settle on that raid and pay the higher one after we've kind of tried to play that hand and, you know, get them down, they're going to remember that. Yeah, and next time you come back, maybe it's even higher and they're not going to budge. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, we're past the era of, of looking at past business in a notepad, mm-hmm. right? Yep. These, yeah. these are all <laughs> customer profiles that yeah. they have on these groups, right? So when you say, hey, I'm from X club or I'm from X university, you know, they're going to pull that up in their system and say, oh yeah, they've been here before. Here's what we charge them. You know, they, we gave them a deal then we're going to get them now or, yeah. you know, yeah. whatever. There's, there's varying you know, reasons for, for rate fluctuation. But at the end of the day, they're going to have a profile on you if mm-hmm. you're that loyal. Uh, if you say that's the property, right? Yeah. That's the one. Uh, you're, you're putting yourself into a box. And with that, you have to understand you are unlikely to get the best rate. That's not to say you can. Yeah, like, for you sure. can. I mean, sorry, like there's a good chance you still can get a good rate. It's just the likelihood and the, the, the reality changes. Yeah, I think, and that plays out over a full season, right? So, you know, one off, maybe, you know, you do get the best rate on that one specific hotel you want in that one city. But now we're traveling, you know, half a dozen times, 10, 15, 20 for some of these huge programs. You know, that's not going to play out on every single trip. Yeah. You know, more often than not, you're not going to get the best rate if you are sticking to one brand. Yeah, it's it's... I, I think you can say it's impossible to, to say that you're going to get the best rate. Like the reality of it is, yeah. is not, there's no chance. No, no, not right? a, Yeah. Yeah. If, if you're stuck on one, it's not going to happen. I mean, it's different if you're bringing like a hundred room nights for 30 days. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you've got a little bit of pull, but if you're 12 rooms uh, for two nights, yeah. in the grand scheme of things, you're dropping the bucket. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's the biggest misconception you see is like, well, we're this program. We're a big deal. Like, yeah, cool. In your head, you're you're a huge mm-hmm, deal, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And it, that's that's great. But in the hotels world, you're a small group, mm-hmm. and you're in a low rated segment. Yeah, so, you are always asking for lower rates. Correct. Right? Whereas uh, another group is coming in, a big bus tour or something like that, and they're just they're paying whatever it is, yeah. right? So, you know, a lot. And we've talked about this before. A lot of you know these uh, hotels and revenue managers are looking at the bottom line and trying to maximize their profits as a business, which you should do. Yeah. And so they're going to look at these two pieces of business. You know, what are they going to take? The one that's going to pay more or you who are always asking for $5 lower, $5 right. less, <laughs> yeah. right? Throw this in for free, comp room, right? Yeah, yeah. and yeah. we want to drink in your lobby and <laughs> cause, uh, oh wait, we probably shouldn't go into that. It's yeah. a whole different episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the reality is like you get in your own way, mm-hmm. right? As yeah. a consumer and we've all done it. I mean, whether you're negotiating over an oil change or a hotel room, yeah. it really doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Um, you got to look at the bigger picture and it's hard to do sometimes. Right. And when it comes to group travel, it's only about volume. Yeah. It's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nothing else is relevant. Doesn't matter who you are, what reputation you have. Uh, you could be Gandhi. Like, it really <laughs> doesn't matter. Um, you know, you just, you have to be volume player. That's mm-hmm. it. So, yeah. um, in order to take advantage of it, you have, as a smaller group, you have to leverage it against multiple options. Yeah. Right. And if you can do that, plus have volume, which is really where we come in, that's how you win on both sides of that fence. Yeah, yeah. And I think the next kind of part of that is, you know, a lot of the coaches will come back and say like, oh, but we, you know, get all these reward points and we use them, you know, especially our colleges for recruiting trips, right? So now they stay with their team throughout the season, they get all these points, and then when they have to go recruit, they can stay for free, right? right? Again, that's not always going to play out. Right. Well, I mean, look at it. Like, right? let's 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 use nice even numbers, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. if you're 
if your cost of your hotel room is a dollar, let's just say, yeah, right, and you can save ten percent on that dollar, and you book a hundred rooms, yeah, which is not, not that hard to do. Yeah, yeah so you yeah. now have ten dollars at the end of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, and that's ten free rooms. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's the same as points which are not the same as one-to-one like that no right so you know that's the biggest misconception is the ratios of points are usually 10 to 1 Mm -hmm. right so for every dollar you spend you get 10 points i think is um the general spend number right so um you know if you're spending a hundred thousand dollars let's just say right like that's that's a million points Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay so that's that's great and it's a good concept but then what's it cost to utilize those points? Yeah. Um, can you get the same ROI? Right. So uh, in most cases, the answer is no. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the thing in the college space that's different from like a club group, for example, um, is you've got a little more corporate dollars. Uh, yeah. In theory, yeah. like it's obviously not a corporate dollar the way most people would compare it. But if you look at that, that spend, I think you get a lot of coaches that are like, well, this is my benefit they, it might might appear as a recruiting trip but it also appears as a vacation sometimes too. yeah yeah oh well, you know the families come along on some of these trips too right yep. so it's uh, and, I, and i get it and i think the biggest thing we want to make sure so anyone's listening is we're not trying to tell you how to spend your money mm-hmm. right there's people out there who will only stay at one certain brand because of that brand standard and they know what they're going to get maybe one time you ventured off and it was a terrible experience and you're like nope now i'm only staying here that's cool Yep. Right. Love it. We all do that in our daily lives and different, you know, things, food we buy, groceries, all that. Right. Sorry. I'm only buying certain things, even though the other one's probably the same or better. But that's and that's fine and totally on board. And we encourage that. But not if you're going to say it all comes down to rate. Correct. Right. These are two different views. Right. They can't mesh together. Yeah. No. And it's definitely something to consider, too, especially if you're in a more of a traditional club experience, mm-hmm. right? Because you do have 12 families that are going to claim their own points. Yeah, yeah. And at that point, it's definitely not worth it. No. Like at least in the college scenario, like you're having it aggregate to one points number. Yes. Uh, yeah, whereas yeah. in the club world, you're, you're not, it's distributed across all the families. And at the end of the day, it's, it's really not an ROI. Um, no, it's just a no. drop in the bucket. Makes even less sense on that. That level, if you were sure. willing to float across brands, you'd save way more money. You'd get way more benefit. Um, everybody wins that way. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's one of those misconceptions that I think, you know, a lot of people just don't understand it. They're like, Oh, but I can get free stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But you're paying for that free stuff. (laughs) Like (laughs) that free stuff's not actually free. Yeah. Whereas saving money, if you were to compare it versus the thing you think you're saving money and getting free stuff is the equivalent to, to saving money. free stuff. Yeah. And, And that's a tough thing to, you know, get across and get people to, you know, really see the math behind the scenes. But, you know, we, I always say like, get a credit card that has like points that you can use anywhere. Yeah. And then put it wherever you stay, you're still gaining points. Right. So then they all kind of come together. For sure. But you know, at the end of the day, like saving 10 bucks a night is, is better than slowly, you know, um, building up mm-hmm. points yeah like it just yeah. it is like there's like the math doesn't need to be done it's just better for sure um you yeah. know you, you know it's it's definitely a scenario where as we said with the college like that the advantage is in the corporate world when you're spending company dollars getting personal benefit mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. same with the college space you're spending the same kind of dollar and getting personal benefit right and in theory it's there at the at the grassroots level the problem is you just don't have the same volume Exactly. Right? Yes. And, and you're spending your own money. Mm-hmm. So yeah. in that scenario, <laughs> save your own money yes. because it's a better 
use of your funds mm-hmm. yeah. and drop it into a, you know, an investment fund or whatever future value yeah, the crap yeah. out of it <laughs> and you're off to the races. Right. So, yeah, yeah. um, you know, that's the biggest thing. So is there anything else coming from, from that points, from that one brand piece that, you know, is a particular hurdle for, for teams, um, when it, when it's about their best experience? I think it's the unknown, right? Just not knowing, like if you always stay at that one brand and I'm telling you, Hey, like, why don't you check out the, the Marriott or the Hilton? If you're, you know, one or the other, you know, the coaches, especially the collegiate, you know, they want their you know players to perform at the best. And we get that, right. Yep. You know, their job could be on the line. A lot of times it is, you know, we're expected to perform, uh, in that, on that level clubs, a little different, of course, but still, I think there's some higher, you know, level clubs that, you know, are based on, you know, the records and how they do and stuff. So I think the, the tough part is, you know, getting them to say like, I will try something new at the risk of it being like a, a less than ideal stay. Yeah. Right. Well, and I think one of the big things too is, you know, a lot of people have that brand recognition in terms of, Hey, I, I want to stay at Marriott. They, they're the world's biggest brand. Therefore they're the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and there's lots of things that Marriott does really well. There's well, lots sure. of things IHG and Hilton do really well. Mm-hmm. And those are kind of the big three for the general grassroots consumer. Um, but you know, they're on par with a lot of these up and coming brands, right? Like Radisson's making some nice changes to yeah, their portfolio. Yeah. Best Western's done the same thing. Wyndham's making some nice rebranding coming along. Hyatt has some real uh-huh. gems. Absolutely. Yeah. Hyatt, especially in sports. Hyatt has yeah. some really nice uh, pieces in their portfolio. They also have some extreme high-end stuff that For doesn't sure. necessarily sure. fit. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, you know, at the same time, you've got Choice, who's always been a player in the mm-hmm. sports space. Um, you know, you, you look at those uh, options, and, you, and then you compare the rate difference, right? Sometimes 30, 40, 50, and more oh, yeah. of price gap. And really, what do you get, right? I, I say it this way. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I like a nice hotel. Uh, of course. Of course. Who doesn't? Who doesn't yeah. like to get spoiled? Yeah. But at the same time, I feel very strongly about it's a bed in a box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And and if you see it as somewhere else, good for you, as Sean's saying. We're not going to tell you how to spend your money. But if you can reduce it to, hey, it's a bed in a room that has a lock on it in another city <laughs> where I don't live. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like that's, that's the concept. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what are you going for? Right. Yeah. We have that conversation. Like, is this a vacation and tournament? If you get knocked out, are you still staying those extra two days? That's a different conversation. Totally. Of course. Right. But you're going for Saturday night. It's a, you know, one day tournament or two day, you know, only need the one night, you know, you're playing, you're at the venue most of the time. You know, you, you, like you said, you just need a bed yep. that's safe, fairly comfortable. Correct. Some hot breakfast in the morning. That's right. right? Yeah. Yeah. And a pool for the kids. Right? Yeah, yeah, if, yeah. if you're into that, except if you're competing, <laughs> always hammer that one. But the reality is, though, there's some really good brands out there, mm-hmm. like really, really good brands that are underappreciated and, under, and underutilized because maybe they're not on TV as often. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's, and yeah, that's what that's it comes it. down to. And, and here's here's the thoughts. If you know the brand because they're the strongest brand, they probably make more money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And why do they make more money? Because you blindly <laughs> pay them yeah you pay more right so that's not to say they don't do lots of really really good things to deserve that recognition it's just to say as a consumer be be aware Mm -hmm. of what's happening around you be aware that the top of the market's not always the best product for you exactly And and i think that's in the era we're in with the kind of conglomerate of hotels at the top of the market right now i think that's what's happening because the consumer's saying well i trust these brands yeah yeah and i think it begins and ends there and and at the same time, on the flip side of that, there's enough information out there on the internet. 
in reviews and you know updates that it's almost up to the minute like it's very hard to take a look at a property and not know what you're buying yes yeah so yeah. you know we, we have every now and then where somebody pays the bottom of the market rate gets to the hotel and says this isn't what i paid for <laughs> oh no it is it's <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah. what you paid for that's why it was 40 dollars cheaper yeah, than everything yeah. else mm -hmm. um and, and it's one of those things where in those scenarios you know the consumer didn't do their homework mm -hmm. right or mm -hmm. they didn't listen right because you know we're pretty transparent about what you're buying um yep. good and bad and ultimately that's an important piece of our business is that education of, you know, this is what you're getting. Um, and, and ultimately I think the consumer does it on their end in most cases, mm -hmm. but in some cases they don't, but at the same time, like take a look at those other brands, right? Especially, you know, it's, best Western's a really good example because, because sure. they're a little bit more of a membership organization. Their ownership has a little more flexibility in what they can do with their property. So with that, you get a lot of good and you get a lot of bad. There's a huge gap in that that model yeah, because there's yeah. less strict standards. Mm -hmm. um, and you're going to see that come back with some of the big brands um, as they move to more of the boutique options to bring that flair back to hospitality that we've lost over the last yeah, decade. Yeah. So you're seeing it already, right? Radisson's one of the lead leading charges in terms of adding a little flair to the high end of their portfolio. Yeah. Um, you know, there's some other really, really good brands. Uh, Kimpton is another one that's added a ton of f boutique flair. Um, and there's a couple other ones mixed into everybody's portfolio. Yeah, they're all coming out with kind of their own. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's just exciting. And there's lots of options for everybody, for every price point. So again, the concept here is simple. Keep an open mind, keep that's an it. open market and you will save money. And that's, that's where, you know, Sean's conversation is really going on a day to day basis. And we just want to make sure we're educating you guys on a, on a weekly basis here on tournament talk, just to go through, you know, all of the components, right? It's not just about generating revenue. It's not just about the global economy of, of tourism. Um, it's about the day to day things that allow those things to be successful and everyone needs to have an education. So um, that's what we're doing here on Tournament Talk. So with that, Sean, is there anything else you want to dive into quickly um, to round out the conversation? Yeah, I think that, you know, this kind of same conversation can be very applicable to the, our tournament organizers as well. And, you know, if it's not a big city-wide where we're just taking up every, you know, single hotel, if we're getting direction on saying, hey, we want to include maybe some of these, you know, uh, properties because I've stayed there before and that type of thing, you know, just being open as well, right? The yeah. teams should be open, but the I think the organizers should be as well and saying like, hey, there's a reason why we included this choice in this Wyndham property, you know, whereas you may have a, a different viewpoint on them. Well, and, and just to kind of cap that off, I think that's one of the things we face a lot mm -hmm. um, is that conversation because ultimately the, the consumer assumes we're trying to just make our money yeah, and yeah. not not really fight for them, but we fight for them every single day, all driving, day, drive, every day, driving guys. rate, yeah, <laughs> driving rate down, yeah. getting more value from from the mm -hmm. hotel segment. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, listen, you got to understand that it's it's attached to the economy to some extent. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but the biggest disconnect there is that the consumer sometimes gets in their own way because they try to fight the battle on their own instead of arming an event or a third party organization with the power to use their volume. Yeah, that's how yeah. you really win. Mm -hmm. Right. And in a lot of people don't believe that until they see it. And so we, we get it. Right. Seeing is believing in some people's minds. But 
you know, that's where you got to educate yourself on that segment. And likewise on the tournament side, you know, if you say, Hey, we want this, this, and this property, that's great. Um, now the problem with that is they're playing hardball with you because they know they're in proximity to your venue. For sure. Um, you have to be willing to go down the road for the same reasons we talked about it at the consumer level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So I think that's a great place to end it here. Uh, this episode of tournament talk, a really important topic, educate yourself from all positions, whether you're an event, you're a team, you're a hotel, try to understand what the other stakeholders are really engaged in, in the conversation, what's important to them. And then likewise, try to be sympathetic to what, what their hurdles are and roadblocks. So be sure to share and follow, uh, review our episodes. We want to hear from you guys. Uh, let us know what you're battling on a day-to-day basis in the tournament landscape and how we can help educate the group and share your story uh, to help continue moving the industry forward and winning in all scenarios. So till next time, it's been Tyler and Sean. We'll see you next week.